Nomad Church. Go. What's up, Nomads? Tonight we got a special guest, a good friend of mine, a good brother, and we're talking about Bible prophecy, which he's an expert at, and he wrote a book about it. So without further ado, let me introduce Mike Velarde. Mike, how you doing, brother? Great, Tim. Thank you for having me on the show and giving me the opportunity to talk about Bible prophecy tonight. Man, this is your wheelhouse. This is your it specialty. Is. So I want you to get in deep, Mike. We're sitting here. It's it's the holiday season. It's Christmas time. The reason for the season. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Um, but I'm seeing people just getting God less, not more like God. So what does prophecy say about the end times? Are we heading that direction? Does more have to happen? Give us some some bits and pieces here. Oh, no, I'm going to give you the whole ball of wax. But yeah, no, no. As Jesus said, it'll be like in the days of Noah. Right. Well, think about the days of Noah. Yep. One family found favor in the eyes of God. One. 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 Yep. In order for Bible prophecy to be clearly understood, you have to understand the order and sequence of events that are going to happen. Lay it on us. Come on. Okay. So let's start with Daniel 12, verse 4. And it says this. But you, Daniel, roll up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge. So in other words, what's in the book is hidden till the time of the end. Right. Right. And he goes on and he says in, um, in Daniel 12, nine, five verses down, he replied, go your way, Daniel, because the words are rolled up and sealed until the time of the end. Many will be purified, made spotless and refined, but the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. Mm. Okay? Right. So what is it that keeps the this secret? What's hidden until this time? And how do we know we're in the end times? Right? How do we know? We know because of Israel. Israel is God's timepiece. Right. It's chosen right? land. Correct. Exactly. Yes. And Jesus said in the book of Matthew that this generation will not pass away. What generation? The generation that would see Israel become a nation. When did that happen? 1940s. May 14th, 1948. Yep, right. How long is a generation? According to Psalm 90, verse 10, right? A man shall live three score and 10 years, less by reason of strength, four score, which is 80 years. Mm. So we'll go with the 80 years. Okay, that's going to put us back out into 2028. So we're, we're coming what? up on it. We're going into 2023. Man, you just made my head spin right there. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yes, he did say four score. He sure did. He did. It's exactly what he said. And this generation will not pass away. Right. As a matter of fact, he gave me some revelation on that, which I'm going to hit on later on. But but I want to just go through this, and I want people to understand the thing that's made Bible prophecy as confusing is this one thing. Without exception, almost every teaching on Bible prophecy assumes that the rapture ends the dispensation of grace, and we then go into Daniel's 70th week. Mm. But a careful study of the Bible shows that there is a 1260-day period of time, which is stated in Revelation 12 and Revelation 13, mm -hmm. that begins on the day of the rapture and ends with all the saints in heaven. Mm. This is known as the three-and-a-half-year tribulation for the saints. 
And let me let me read that to you. Please do. Revelation 7. After this I beheld. After what? After that 1260 days, right? From the day of the rapture, you can count in the exact days from when Jesus will return. Okay. After this I beheld and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people, and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood around about the throne, and about the elders and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces and worship God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou with knoweth. And he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst no more, neither have the light, the sunlight on them nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and they shall lead them into living fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Mm. That's after the 1260 days, they're all in heaven, right? So that's how we know that the rapture can't end the dispensation of grace, because we know there's tribulation saints, right? If we read Matthew, the 25th chapter, right, it talks about the 10 virgins, and here's what it says. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with the lamps. The bridegroom was a long way in coming and they all came drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wide, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. Then there will not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. And while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. That's right. Doesn't mean you're going to hell because God has used for both the raptured saints and the ones that are left behind the tribulation saints. I don't so want to be left behind. No way. No way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody wants to be left behind. It's going to be a nightmare. Right. It is. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about the scripture verses that talk about specifically about the rapture. Right. Okay. Now that Jesus told us half the church is going, half isn't. And and you know why? Because there's a large segment today in Christianity, just the grace movement. No yeah. holiness, just saved by the grace of God. And you, of course, we are saved by grace. But when we don't take the time and effort to make ourselves right with God, 
we will be left behind. And you have to recognize the sacrifice of his blood to wash away your sins. Mm -hmm. You can never do enough to earn your way into heaven. Right. It's not about works and deeds. It's about salvation. Right. Exactly. And that's what we're missing. Not us, but there's a lot of people. There's a generation, a whole generation. It's funny you brought up generations. There's a whole generation that just doesn't know about the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. No, and they don't know about the timing either. I mean, and this is this is what the Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 1. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness." that that day shall overtake you as a thief. Ye are the children of life and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of the darkness. And in Thessalonians, Paul wrote this, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, the dead shall be raised, incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal was put on immortality. So when the corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall he be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of, of, of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, yes. Okay, now, Satan is going to do everything possible to prevent the rapture. And we we certainly see that in Revelation chapter 12. And it says this, there appeared a great wonder in in heaven. Now, let me just explain Revelation so you you get it. it. It's like looking at a person. You could see the front of the person and you see the back and you have a different perspective, right? Right. Revelation 4 through Revelation 11 is from the heavenly perspective, Right? It says, come up hither in Revelation 4, and John goes up to heaven and sees the things that are happening in heaven. Right. We get to Revelation 12. Now it's from the earthly perspective. So you have both sides. So Revelation okay? 4 is top down. Right. And the other side is from looking down. Right. Up. So now you're, now you're looking at, now these, these Revelation 12 are events seen from the earth. Fantastic. Okay? Yeah. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet which represents light over darkness, right? Mm-hmm. And a crown, a head of a crown of 12 stars, you know, the church basically. And, and she being with child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven and behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. So Satan's going to obviously oppose the rapture. Right. Okay. Um, but he's not successful. And then when we see the rapture, right, the child is caught up to, to heaven. And then we see the church, the woman running. And it says for 1260 days, that's going to be the time period as it says in Daniel's also, how long the Antichrist will be able to overcome the saints. And those are the tribulation saints, right? Right. 
And then after the rapture, we see this happen. This is Revelation 12, 7. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called devil and Satan, which deceived with the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accuseth them before God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto death. Amazing. Right? Yep. All right. So now, now we go and we see the, there's one more verse that we talk, it talks about the rapture too in Thessalonians. But I would not have you be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven and with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord." Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, after that event happens, right, it gets to be hell on earth. And we see the Antichrist. And Jesus tells us what's going to happen during that 1260 days, right before Daniel's 70th week begins. All right. And we find it in Mark 13. And it says this. And Jesus answering them began to say, take heed lest any man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And when ye hear of wars and rumors of wars, be ye not troubled, for such things must need be. But the end shall not be yet. For nation shall rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be earthquakes in diverse places. And there shall be famines and troubles. These are the beginning of sorrows. But take heed to yourselves, For they shall deliver you up to the councils and in the synagogues, and you shall be beaten, and you shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. And the gospel must be published among all the nations, right? And how does that happen, right? Well, we see that with the the raptured saints, right? Because you got half now that are raptured. That's what they're going to do. We see Revelation 14, 6, right? The gospel's preached in the heavenlies. And we, we see this when Jesus died on the cross, right? Three things happen. It's, it, it's, in, it's in Matthew, I think it's 27, 52, where the dead arose and appeared to many people, the Bible tells us. Familiar with that verse? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And what do you think those people told, the people that they appeared to, about Jesus being the Lord and Savior. The true Lord, yeah. They're right. Yep. So, I mean, so when you read that, it says this. And, and at, at that moment, right, as soon as he died, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Right. The earth shook, right. the rock split, and the tombs broke open. Mm-hmm. The bodies of many holy people were seen, who had yep. died 
were raised to life. They came out of their tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. Mm. And I'm sure when they appeared, they said, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Now, imagine seeing your great-grandmother. Exactly. Right? That you know you were at her funeral, and she walks in, and she's like, no, he is the Christ. Right, and that's going to be what the raptured saints are going to do. They're going to appear to many people just like that and say, Jesus is the Christ. Wow. And the ones that are left behind are the ones that will be persecuted and brought before the synagogue leaders and say, why do you believe in Jesus? Well, because my great-grandmother came to me and said, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and she was a Christian, and now she lives. Yeah, for eternity with the Lord. Yep. How yep. we're going to be doing it. Exactly. But you know what, Mike? Society has people beat down, man. And it's yeah. sad. I was at the store tonight. Just people's energy is just gone. Yeah. They look defeated. It's the holiday season. No one has any cheer. There's no Merry Christmas music. I said Merry Christmas to a lady, and she said, yeah, right. And I just said, man, people's spirit is broken. Well, you know what? Part of it is... The inflation has ravaged the pocketbooks of many people. We got the stock market crashing. We got things happening that should not be happening. Right. And people are just lost. And they, yes. and they see no hope. Right. Exactly. They see no hope, man. And um, our job is to give them hope and say, we read the end of the book. Right. We win. Right. We win. I mean, this 1260-day this period of time between the rapture and the time when Daniel's 70th week begins, as Jesus points out here, he says, and when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought before in what you shall speak, neither should you premeditate, but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak. For it is not you that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Right. Now brother shall betray brother to death, and the father the son, the children shall come up against their parents, and they shall cause them to be put to death. And they shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But them that endure until the end shall be saved. Now, the end is to the end of the dispensation of grace, which is 1260 days from the day of the rapture. Mm. And during that time, we have the Antichrist. We see the Antichrist coming to the earth in Revelation 13. And it says, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake, spake like a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles, which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound... By, was wounded by a sword and did live. So now they're talking about the false prophet right. and the Antichrist, right? That's right. This Pope is the false prophet, and the Antichrist is Assad of Syria, whose name is found in code in the Bible code. Mm -hmm. But he had power to give life to the image of the beast, and the image of the beast shall both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score and six. 
Now, with this, uh, Elon Musk and the Neuralink, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying that's the mark of the beast. And I said, let me look into the origin of why Elon Musk created this Neuralink thing. Mm-hmm. He created it for people that have brain injuries, that are deaf, that are blind. He created it as a technological advancement. So if someone's deaf or blind or, you know, lost uh, use of their limbs, paraplegic, they can implant this chip in their brain and all of a sudden they have their motor skills back. They can see again. They can hear again. That's how he described it. Right. Mm -hmm. But in the wrong hands. Right. Oh, my goodness. Now, we see in Revelation, it says you will pray for death and it will not come. Okay. imagine not being able to die. That's what's being said about this Neuralink thing, that your brain memories and everything will be in a chip that they can move from body to body to body. Wow. That's dangerous in the wrong hands. That's very dangerous in the wrong hands. I don't want to live forever unless I'm with Christ. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and everybody will die. Every every human body will die. Now. Even the t- two people who were caught up to heaven, Enoch and Elijah. Right are coming back as the two witnesses so they can die too. Because they never died. Right. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Well, Mike, we're about out of time, man. You gave an educate. We got to have you back on, brother. We have to have you back on. Thank you. What is the name of your book? The Time of His Coming, The Final Chapter. The Time of His Coming, The Final Chapter. Folks, get that book. You will learn. You can get it where? MikeVillardiBooks.com or on Amazon or any good bookstore. Perfect. Folks, get the book. You will learn an education. You heard it right from him tonight, and he has much more to tell. We're going to have him back on again. But that book will have you entrenched in learning, and it breaks down in a simple form. It's not difficult, and it tells a story of where we're going. Because on this road to salvation, we're supposed to bring many with us, but people are losing their way. This will help you because it's a roadmap of what's to come. Now, Mike, you do a podcast as well on MikeVillardi.com. It's M-I-K-E-V-I-L-A-R-D-I.com. Folks, go over there, listen to his podcast. He talks about how Bible prophecy intertwines with politics. And it's amazing at what we're seeing happen today. It was foretold. And now you said it when you're reading one of your pages just now at the last Trump, the trumpet will sound. Give us about 30, 40 seconds of what that means. Well, that is, I I believe the feast of trumpets. I think that's when the rapture is going to happen. The Bible says no man knows the day or the hour. Mm -hmm. But Paul clearly said, you brethren are not in darkness. So you're going to know about when it's going to happen. And the other morning, the Lord kind of woke me up and he showed me in order for his word to be fulfilled, right? Israel, those Israel, May 14th, 1948, the people that are going to be 80, right? Let's say 81, give 80 full years, right? Takes you to 2029. Then you got to subtract out from that time, that 1260 day period, right? right? So that means the rapture should, should happen like in the fall of 2025. That's right around the corner. That's right around the corner. That's a couple of years away. And at the final Trump, the trumpet will sound. Yeah. 
Uh, there's a and name out there. And it's called the Feast of Trumpets. Right. But I've had this conversation with many pastors about mm-hmm. that particular scripture. And this is before Donald Trump became president. Mm-hmm. I said to them, is that a name? And I'm talking going back to the late 90s. Right. I had this conversation with pastors. I said, is Trump a name? Because at the final trumpet, the trumpet will sound doesn't make sense to me. Right. So, well, well, think about this. It's been prophesied he's going to get two terms, right? So if he gets reelected in 2024, he'll be president when the rapture happens in 2025. Wow. Blew my mind. Yep. At the last Trump, his last term, mm-hmm. the trumpet will sound amazing. Folks, get ready. That's all I can say. There's nothing you've done. If you can hear my voice right now, I don't care where you're at. I know we get messages from people that are in prison that heard our podcast. If you can hear my voice right now, it's not too late. There's a prayer coming up at the end. Stay tuned for it. We got some announcements coming. But Mike, we got to have you back on because I know you just got started and we need that education. So we'll have you back on another episode. And folks, check out his website, MikeVillardi.com. Listen to his podcast. It's on all the major podcast platforms. You need this education to see what's coming. Mike, always a pleasure, my brother. God bless you. And we will see you next time, man. Thanks again. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate the opportunity. You got it. Well, Nomads, we hope you enjoyed the ride. Whatever app you're listening to this on, please subscribe to automatically receive our latest episodes and we ask that you share this with at least 10 people to spread the word. If you're ready to give your life to Christ today, stay tuned for the prayer of salvation. For more information, check out our website at www.nomadchurch.net. There you can donate, buy books, and visit our shop page for the latest merchandise. Remember, we love you, and Godspeed. Repeat after me, Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart and forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me with your precious blood and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and lead me on the road to salvation. I pray this prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.